All right, here we are, the real dirt. On today's dirt, I've got Heather Moore from Earl's, the highest grow in the continental U.S. Say hey, Heather. Hello. All right, Heather, we need a little more enthusiasm. This is the remix, Heather Moore from Earl's. What up, what up, what up? That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) All right. You know, one thing that is underknown in the cannabis industry is all of the great growers, all of them, and some of the coolest people come from Georgia, just like me and my girl Heather here. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's true, though. Like, we see people all over from the South, lots of people from, uh, from Georgia growing. Do you ever run into any other Georgia growers? Um, all the time. Mm-hmm. I meet so many people from Georgia coming up to Colorado to do this and get into the industry and growing and stuff. So, uh, it's pretty fun though. You're like, oh, you're from Georgia? Oh, I'm from uh, Georgia. Yeah, you totally. <laughs> yeah, we give a, I, I give a Georgia pass. I always have. Uh, if, if you're a customer, you usually get a better, a better, uh, discount or definitely better service. If you're looking for a job, you get thrown to the top of the list. Right. <laughs> You're hired. <laughs> Not hired, but like, oh, they're from Georgia. Let's look at them again. You know, like that, that happens. Like most, you know, I can't spell. So some of their like uh, uh, um, um, uh, resumes might not look the best. Right. <laughs> but I it's go through that. It is the effort. <laughs> well, speaking about effort, you guys are one of my favorite grows here in Colorado. I know you brought some weed. Oh, yeah. I definitely brought right. some weed. Fired up, Heather. What you got? <laughs> All right. Well, today I brought um, some nice Fort Collins cough. <laughs> one of my, they know it's one of my favorites. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. Um, I also brought some Webster. Oh, um, Webster. It's a Arcada train wreck because oh, I've heard that you like the Arcada. Totally. And it's a Hayes. Also heard you're a Hayes fan. I'm a Hayes fan. So, totally. uh, so I brought those two out today. Is that the uh, Arcada? Is that the train wreck cross with Ghost Haze OG? Is that is that what that one is? Um, you know, I'm not exactly sure. Oh, okay. All right. That's a that's a popular one I see around here. All right. Right. Well, maybe you can tell me. Right. <laughs> well, you know, I, I got really lucky this past week and I got some original uh original train wreck hybrid, right? That looks a lot like the original train wreck. I think I got a Oh yeah, there it is. Check that out. Yeah, a little bit different from the Arcata wreck. It's got a thicker stem. That's pretty. Pointier buds, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, seeds from like 2008 or nine, uh, and uh, yeah, some somebody just got lucky <laughs> and got like a, a great uh, pheno that was the original train wreck. Yeah, pheno. that's all purple. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, let's fire one of your joints up yeah, there and continue good. our conversation. All right. So this is the remix because I had uh, Joel um, uh, on the on on the show a couple months ago. Yeah. Right. When I'm talking to Joel, you know, and I've been out of your place before, but when I was talking to Joel, he was like, "Oh, Heather grows all the weed." I don't know. You'll have to ask Heather. Heather grows a weed. I'm like, "Why not have you here? This is supposed to be about growers." <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad you can make it down. Oh, but, me too. It's definitely a pleasure to be yeah, here. Yeah, because I, I I really wanted to know that the inside secrets. Um, uh, we're going to need to know the, uh, a full nutrient package, the complete water schedule, all the secrets, all the inside tips. All right. <laughs> first, first, you got to fire up a, uh, a, a Fort Collins cough uh, joint. I went Webster. Uh, oh, Webster, Webster. I, I was just guessing. Mm, smells good from here. <laughs> I can smell it from here. It's quality though. That's for sure. So Heather, tell me, what, what do you have official title there, or or, or what's your job position? Uh, my job position is there's no official title, I guess. Probably uh, mainly probably mm. grower, um, plant watcher, plant watcher, <laughs> grower extraordinary. I, I watch them grow. Mm-hmm. I give them what they need. Right. <laughs> awesome. Awesome title. Yeah. You, you guys. You guys have like. Uh, you do. All the work, pretty much. You might have some trimmers yeah. or some transplanters, maybe? Uh, we do. Uh, we have a full uh, trim staff. They're there all the time, um, seven days a week, or five days a week, sorry. Um, so they're trimming all the time. Uh, I do most of the gardening work by myself. Um, I do have Joel and Matt there 
uh, with me, and they are the owners of Earl's. But you, you do all the work. You water it. You 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 do most of the uh, pruning, the bottoming. I right? do. Yeah, I run um, five greenhouses. Uh, we have a couple of uh, indoor rooms, but I do. I water, hand watering, um, and all the trimming, keeping up, cleaning out. Um, that's pretty much it. Keeping an eye out for issues or non-issues. And you guys do have indoor there too. We have a couple indoor rooms. We don't flower in them at the moment, but we can. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, we usually just use them for mothers or veg, veg, veg plants. Mm-hmm. Right, absolutely. Uh, so you guys have a, a slightly different technique than most people in the Colorado grow space, right? Um, you, you, you mix your own soil that's loaded with your nutrients. People might call it... I don't know, living soil, no-till. I, I, I refer to it as water-only organic, right? Um, you, you guys grow in beds. T- t- tell us about, like, why you guys believe in this or why you guys have this technique that's different than other people. Um, well, it all kind of started with Joel. It's his his technique. Um, and uh, I choose to grow this way because he does, but um, because it's cleaner, has a cleaner smoke, the plants seem to like it better. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is, this is expanding in your lungs, huh? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> That's okay. Just take a sip of water. You'll be fine. Right. I know you probably don't smoke much. <laughs> I was just joking. I had to prep to come and smoke with you. I was like, oh, man, I got to go smoke with Chip. Uh, uh, I better get stoned. I need a... Need to break out the bong. <laughs> break it out right now. Oh hell. I know. I, I love seeing I love seeing you guys. You guys you guys you guys puff it out for sure. Um uh, but uh yeah, it's always a party and you gotta bring it. You know, I don't get to do it every day or all day, but like, you know, when like I see my friends or you know, go to great places, it's time to smoke out. Yeah, of course. Or have a real dirt podcast. Yeah, that's always a good reason. Right, right. So how how did you get the job? So I got this job, kind of a funny story, it's just uh, I'm, I had some homies come up to Leadville for the weekend, and uh, they're from Georgia, so they were coming up to Leadville to come and check it out. And uh, We heard you get some weed in Colorado, can we come over here? <laughs> yeah, totally, that's what they said, right? <laughs> so, um, so I took my friends uh, to one of the dispensaries in Leadville, and uh, Joel was working there, and... Uh, they went in the back to go buy weed, and I sat out in front and started talking to Joel. And he kind of um, offered me the job at Earl's. We started talking, and I told him that I worked for um, the other dispensary in town um, previously. So uh, we kind of started talking. He's like, well, you want a job? I was like, yeah. So <laughs> so that's pretty so much just, it. So did you come from Georgia looking for a job at the first dispensary? No, I was already here, actually. So... Coming from Georgia, I uh, moved straight to Leadville. I had a homie that lived there and was like, oh, you're moving to Colorado. You should move to Leadville. And I was like, okay. <laughs> right. It was like, I need some company up I was like, here. Come okay. up here. Yeah, that sounds good. Right. So uh, so I went up there, and he's a raft guide, so I kind of got into raft guiding um, for the first couple of months I was here. That was really fun. Uh, I didn't make any money doing it. So um, it was time to find a new job in town. And so I just went around putting applications in. And I got a job at the front desk at one of the dispensaries in right. town. So Did you have any previous weed experience? No. No previous weed experience except for just smoking it. You yeah. know, I just always smoked weed ever since I was younger. So I was like, I could I could work at a dispensary. Yeah. yeah, totally. It's a dream job. That sounds fun. <laughs> right. All right. Well, we're sitting here talking to Heather Moore of Earl's, how she started off at the bottom and went to the top. And we'll be right back to take a small break. Real dirt. Denver Normal is an organization that advocates for the rights of every marijuana consumer in the Maha City, while also creating long-lasting partnerships with local businesses that share our values a deep love for the community, the cannabis plant, and a commitment to educate our audiences. Thanks, Denver Normal. Oh, and we're back. Man, 
Heather, I, I did not realize you had such incredible joint prowess. During the break, when we were having the joint rolling competition, as I make all my guests participate in, you really crushed all of the uh, behind-the-scenes people here. I think the studio people were, were pretty blown away. Yeah, I've got the fastest hands in the West. Fastest hands. <laughs> you know, I was... Midwest. I'm uh, I'm the I'm the uh, first loser, the second, the first runner up uh, in the Humboldt County uh, Joint Rolling Competition, 2017. Second, second place. Second place. Second place. I feel pretty bad about it, honestly. Next year, I'm going back and kicking ass. Yeah, you are. Mm-hmm. I'll be there. Yeah. Oh shit. She's like, bring on the competition. Oh no, <laughs> I'll just watch you. <laughs> right, 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 right. I got. I picked up some skills this year. If you were out there and you were competing in the uh, Humboldt County Joint Rolling Competition, I'm coming. I'm winning this year. Chip's coming for mm-hmm. you. <sighs> yeah, yeah, totally. So you started off working the front desk. Yeah, I was working the front desk. Mm-hmm. Um. So what's that, what's that mean? You take people's IDs or? Okay. Uh, yeah, I take people's IDs. This was uh, back when it was medical. So no rec yet. Um, just medical. I was just uh, checking paperwork, basically making sure every everybody had their red cards. Everything was up to date. They had their IDs. Pretty much it. And then I'd walk them to the door and they'd walk back. So, um, so mm. I was doing that. It's got a great flavor. Yeah. It has this like, hmm. Uh, soft flavor i often like identify it with baby powder or talc or something it doesn't taste like that but like to my it's like baby powder to my my taste buds <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> to the palate <laughs> to the palate <laughs> that's <laughs> nice though i like baby powder mm-hmm. <laughs> nice and nice and smooth for your skin it's right. good for you yeah it's good for you like coconut oil yeah and i don't think that's opposite of coconut oil but oh. you know Dryer. Yeah, dryer, right. Um, so uh, you're, uh, you, you started checking IDs. Yeah, so I just started checking IDs. Um, I got, um, so for that job, you didn't necessarily need your badge yet or anything. You can just check paperwork and do com- computer work and stuff. So um, so then eventually I did, um, I did get my badge. And then uh, the grower there um, got hurt or something. And the owner was like, <coughs> Do you offer me a job? He's like, hey, do you want to work? Do you want to work in the grow? And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, Absolutely. yeah, I want to work in the grow. <laughs> so um, magic room. Yeah. So that was pretty much the moment. Like he's like, yeah, you're like young, fit. You're not going to get hurt easily. You know, so I was like, all right, I'm down. So that's pretty much where it started. And they just had a uh, they just they just had a standard operating procedure or something. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. As far as. I mean, so just, they just gave you a list of stuff to do and you just started doing it? Uh, well, the owner, he's pretty much, it was just, it's a small dispensary. So um, he pretty much just kind of took me under his wing. He took me in. We worked like together a lot and uh, he just showed me how he wanted it done, how he grew. Mm-hmm. Um, and I pre- pretty much just took over from that. Right. Um, so he'd tell me and I'd get a list of stuff to do. And I was like, all right. If I didn't know how to do something, I'd just ask him. I'm like, yeah, how do, you, how do you want this done? How do I do this? What's this? What's that? Asking 100 million questions. He's like, that's cool. You got any questions? Call me. Call me anytime you want. So, um, so that's nice. I, you know, I hear the story over and over again that people start off like as, as a trimmer or, you know, front desk and or administration and they move in, you know, to the grow facility and they get taught how to grow weed. And then one, two, three, four years later, they're managing some incredible grow. Yeah. Right. Like it's literally the, the dream. I hear it all the time. I hear people say it all the time. Yeah, it is a dream. You know, it's pretty much um, if you would have asked me, like, you know, 10 years ago or, you know, five years ago, would I be doing this now? You know, no way. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. Life, life, life makes great, incredible turns. Well, so were you in Georgia five years ago? In Georgia? Uh, yeah, probably about because I'm going on four years um, with my badge and I was raft guiding okay. for about six months. Okay. So, uh, okay. So it was that they had medical here, but they didn't have rec. Right. right. Medical, no rec yet. Right. And you, you left your home state thinking like they got weed in Colorado. You know, it didn't even really cross my mind. <coughs> and then because it was like all medical and I was like, I can't. What's that mean? I'm not sick. I was like, 
I don't know how I get a medical card, really. You right. know, it never really crossed my mind because, I mean, you know, I just smoke weed whenever, we're, you know. I don't need a card. Right? <laughs> exactly. I don't need a card for weed. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, started from the bottom, made your way into the grow room. You, 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 you left that place. I did. And uh, Joel offered you a job at, uh, at uh, Earl's. Yes. Right. He was yeah. growing. He was growing all the weed at that point. Uh, yeah. Him and Matt. Mm-hmm. Um, they when they took over, it was just um them. Okay, wait a second. So him and Matt were growing all the weed, and then you took over the job yourself. Yeah. Okay, I see <laughs> that. All right. <laughs> I do the job of two men. Two men. Totally. <laughs> totally. They're they're big guys too. They are big guys. They're big guys. Yeah. So. <laughs> How? Uh, tell us about the. I know if you've listened to previous episode of uh, Joel from Earl's, you've you've heard all about the grow or or. But that was Joel's perspective. Why don't Why don't you tell us what's going on there? I describe you guys as the. Uh, I know there's controversy over this, but the highest grow in the country. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I think it's a great pun, but uh, it's you know it 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 could be debated. It can be debated. Um, I feel like I you know the. Uh, there's like an app or something that shows you your altitude. We went mm-hmm. and like stood in our grow <laughs> to right. see, you know, uh, but there's just still higher. So. Mm. <laughs> Maybe you got to go over there with your app and, right. and check it. And, yeah, same yeah. app. But, but, but when I say higher, I mean, am I putting my fingers to my lips and the universal joint smoking technique higher, <laughs> you know? Right, 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 right. Mm. So uh, how high is it? Uh, our grow? Uh, I don't know. I forgot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah. Leadville sits at 10 too, so we're close. Right. Because we're right there. Right, right. Um, well, everybody's got their claims. Who knows that other grow what they're claiming? Right. Right. If, yeah, they, they, they don't might. market it, though. Yeah, well, that's why I call you guys the highest grow in the country. <laughs> and it's greenhouses. It is greenhouses, yeah. Yeah, yeah we run uh, five greenhouses. Um, two are lighted up. Uh, the other three are full season houses, so they're full. We only run them seasonally. Right, totally, totally. At over ten thousand feet. Over ten thousand feet. Is that tree line here in Colorado? Do you know? I have no idea. Well, it's really fucking high, but it, <laughs> it's it's sunny all the time up there. It's nice. Yeah, it's really nice weather. Um, yeah, I come down here in, in Denver, and I'm just like, oh, it's so, so hot. So hot down Yeah, here. totally. Get me back to the mountains. Yeah, right. Well, come down here in the wintertime. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I live too close to copper. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, right. Um, so, uh, yeah, people tell me all the time you can't grow at that altitude, or you can't grow in the desert, or you can't grow in the, you know, in you know, where it snows, but like you guys grow all year long in, in your greenhouses. We do all year round. Um, it's really nice when it's dumping outside, negative two, and then uh, you go inside and 70 degrees, you know, right. 80 degrees. It's nice. So uh, these must be, here's a baited question. These must be highly sophisticated greenhouses to do that. Uh, super sophisticated. <laughs> <laughs> No, these are handmade. You guys made these. We did. Right? We, we handmade them. We built them. Um, you know, Earl comes in with a tractor and makes a pad, and we whip out some greenhouses, put them up. Right, right. Real. You, you don't have to spend a bunch of money to, to do it. No, we don't. And I love that, you know, because I've seen facilities, you know, over a million, two million dollars to build these Twelve. high. <laughs> Twelve. Yeah. You know, crazy, crazy numbers to build these sophisticated environments and greenhouses or in indoor houses. Um, but you don't need to, you mm-hmm. know, it, the plants thrive um, in natural environments, you know. Right. Um, so uh, so so let's talk day in life. Right. Okay. Let, let's I, I want to know everything at Earl's from from uh, taking taking uh, uh, the mom plant cuttings and, and cut it cut it down. I want I want to know how you do it all. Okay. So, uh Oh, that's an easy question. Go all ahead. Right, all right, I got it. <laughs> Are you guys do you guys harvest all the time? Are you always harvesting? Uh no, we're not always no, harvesting. No, you 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 harvest on a on a monthly or two month basis. Yes. Right, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that's nice too. I love that. Um just for the break because we're always going right. super hard. Right. So Okay, so sorry. Start from the beginning. Oh yeah. So from from the beginning, um, do you guys, you guys, how many clones you got? How many moms you have? How many moms? Uh, we have about 
like 30 to 40 strains. So mm-hmm. 30, 40 moms. Um, how, and do you grow each one of those every harvest or no. how do you decide what clones to, to put in a harvest? Um, well, based off of kind of what the store is doing, uh, Joel and I, um, we'll sit down, we'll talk about what the store is doing. We'll talk about, um, how much weed the store is selling, how much of what strain of what strain yeah. exactly, you know, what do the customers like? You know, what are they saying? What's buying? What's not buying? Stuff like that. What do we like? <laughs> so um, pretty much uh, that's how we sit down and talk about what's going to go, how many cuts we're going to take, how much of this we need. So we take um, so we take that many cuts based off of those numbers. I see. I see. And uh, number of cuts equals volume of, of cannabis to sell in the shop. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Do you, do you, what's your like... What's your what's your what's your least favorite strain there? Can, that's not a good oh, question. Let me, not, let me back up. Hey, <laughs> did you see my face? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. So, um, what uh, what strains the most difficult for you to grow there? Um, it's that's kind of a hard question. I mean, as far as the plant itself, um, OGs tend to be long and lanky. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't like those. I mean, I love smoking it, and it's a great right. plant. I love watching it grow. But um, as far as work, they do take a little bit more work and effort um, mm-hmm. to take care of them. Anything that doesn't want to stand up by itself, right? you know, that's not, like, stocky. Or do you find them harder to clone, the OGs? Um, no. No? No. Okay. Um, some, it just depends. Our, the way that we're set up it's all um the, all the clones do pretty good right yeah. <clears throat> so you determine what clones you want you 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 take you take a set of cuttings you guys do these in root plugs or soil or something uh root plugs root yeah. plugs mm-hmm. root plugs and cells what's a typical amount of cuttings that you guys take when you when you take clones um we can take uh two to three hundred clones mm-hmm. um on like where the way that we're growing we're trying to cut back on because we have beds so we stack um, you know, anywhere from eight to like 14 plants in a bed. Mm-hmm. Um, so depending on the strain, uh, we can, we've been trying to cut back our numbers a little bit so we don't have to take as many clones. Right. Um, so we were taking up like a thousand clones or something. So you, you take a, you take your clone at roots, you put it in some size pot and veg it for some period of time. We do. Right. Yeah. Do you, you veg them for all the same amount of time before you put them in the, the, the beds? Uh, yeah, we do. Uh, pretty much from the time they root up, they go straight into soil. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they just veg until we're ready to plug all of them at once into the beds. And that'll be their, their home, you know, pretty right. much. And these these beds, uh, you, you put them in there, uh, you evenly space them. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, they stay, you vegetate them in the beds sometime, or do you go into flower immediately? Uh, we veg them out. Uh, we give them a little bit of flex time because they're adapting to their new environment and their mm-hmm. new home. Because most sometimes, depending on the house, some of sometimes our veg plants are in, indoor. So we move them out to the greenhouse and give them a little bit of time to adjust <clears> to the sun. Um, and then we plug them and still give them a little bit of time to adjust to um just coming back from the transplant right are these are you guys in like what size pots are you veg in um just little green ones one, ga- one gallon yeah or and then okay. yeah and then move up um sometimes to the i think the, those are like three three okay gallon? yeah the black one the bigger ones right i can't remember <laughs> um uh so uh do you guys top the plants or anything while you're vegging them uh we do yeah um i go in and um i'll clean them out make them all pretty because sometimes uh you know just whatever kind of dead leaves or Mm -hmm. anything like that i'll go in clean them out top them make them all the same size um little we try to keep them shorter um and kind of shape them a little bit i try to help shape them and get them ready do you guys use trellis net there we do yeah Uh that's right yeah um, we, we use, uh, stakes Har- yeah. and nets. Horizontal trellis net or do you wrap plants? I forget. Uh, beds, horizontal. Mm-hmm. Um, we do, we do both on our full season plants. So we do the horizontal stack and then we wrap them around. Right. So you guys train the, uh, colas in the beds into the screen? Uh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, you should fire up that other joint. What do you got there? Oh, yeah. Or, or, no, maybe I should roll up a joint. It just can't be all you. Hold on. But I roll these just for you, Chuck. Well, you can smoke that. We'll smoke that one next. All right. This is gonna. I will this is smoke a four, these this joints. Is a, this is a four-joint episode. <laughs> okay? Four-joint episode. So do you guys use the same uh, soil uh, between your vegging plants and your beds? Is it the same stuff? Uh, same stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. Same soil, same mix, pretty much. We might alter... Um, our amendments just a little bit, uh, depending, but it's mostly the majority of the time, the same mix. Same soil. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> you guys get a, uh, you get, you guys have your own soil mixing formula, right? You, we do. You, you have your own components, you mix it together, you put all your organic ingredients in it. Yes. Right. Uh, do you guys, uh, uh, do you guys just mix it and put it right in the pots and then start growing the plants in it? Uh, yeah, pretty much we, uh, mix the soil up and then transplant them straight, straight in. And then, and then pretty much just feed it water. I've seen compost water. tea brewer over here. Yeah, we do. Uh, we do, we do compost teas, um, here and there, uh, but mostly just water. Now, <clears throat> you know, this is a... A big division in the cannabis industry. Um, a lot of, and it's a great debate too uh, with with people about quality versus quantity versus um, application of technology. Uh, why, why do you guys choose to do it this way? Um, I think this way you we can focus on um, the quality and not the quantity, like you just said, really, because um, we have. The, the light depth that we use, I mean, you can get the indoor quality with outdoor yield. And then um, it's the best way. It's the best way, man. <laughs> totally, totally. It's the only way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it it's, it's definitely has less labor if you're just using water. Yes, Right, you don't definitely. have to have a... a, a you guys have reservoirs, though, right? Yeah, we have water, a uh, thousand gallon water reservoirs. Are you guys on a spring or well or city? Yeah. Oh, city water. Okay, city. so you you put yours in the. I saw those thousand gallon tanks. We got pictures on our website. You can check it out at realdirt.com. Um, look, Earl's from Leadville. There's a great picture of your underground cement reservoir. Oh yeah, I really like those reservoirs. They're nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> So you just drop drop a pump down in the reservoir and use a water hose. Yeah, a water hose. I have a timer. I can time it five gallons uh, pretty much every time. Perfect uh, on the dot uh, for how many gallons each bed gets. I hand water each so house. Is this a special timer or just a clock? Just stopwatch. Just stopwatch. Just stopwatch. <laughs> I get it. Right. Yeah, it's a, totally. It's a golden stopwatch. <laughs> <laughs> the golden watch. <clears throat> what you rolling up over there, I'm, uh, I'm rolling up that uh, the train wreck hybrid. Oh, yes. All right. Almost done. Hold on. Okay. All right. So I interrupted you, and then you, you water the beds. Yeah. Right. I water the beds uh, with a stopwatch, um, and that's pretty much how we regulate uh, watering. I do each house. I try to offset it for different days because it can take me, you know, four hours to do one house. One, and they're like 2,000, 3,000 square feet? How big are they? Um, they are, most of them are 30 by 100. Okay, 3,000 square feet. Mm-hmm. Wow, and and these beds, they're, they're I think they're one-yard beds or maybe one-and-a-quarter-yard beds yeah, or something like that. One-yard beds. And how, how do you determine when to water these? Um, most of the time, the beds, the plants will tell you, take, you know. Take a dry hit on that. Oh, man. Oh, that tastes nice. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. You yeah. can taste the flavor in the Webster. Yeah, like, I was going to say that it. tastes like that. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that, but that's got it strong. Yeah. We, they, we, they were lucky. I was lucky to receive that. Uh, um, you know, you plan out. Oh, we got a lighter? Is there a lighter here? I had one. What happened to the lighter? <laughs> this is a problem at the yeah. Real Dirt Studios. We must have lost it at the joint rolling competition. Oh, yeah. All right. Hey, it's a perfect time for a break. Well, this is Real Dirt with Chip and Heather. These new episodes are made possible through some really awesome partnerships. We want to form long-term relationships with other entities who have similar goals. Thanks to Grower Soil, a line of soil and nutrients manufactured and developed right here in Colorado. Also, thanks to Cultivate Colorado with two stores in the Denver metropolitan area. Cultivate has one of the largest selections of indoor to horticultural equipment in the known universe. So stop by if you have any growing needs. Grow your dreams, cultivate your legend. And we're back. Oh, I had to take a little uh, water coffee break, man. 
get ready for this next joint. We didn't fire it up yet. Oh, no. Oh, fire, fire, fire that shit up, Heather. All right. So what's your, fev- what's your favorite weed out here to, to grow? Oh, man. Uh, favorite weed. For uh, as far as plant goes, uh, anything stocky that, and strong that can hold itself up. Mm-hmm. Um, I like purples. Anything that's purple. Purple. I, like, I got that. I like purple. I like that purple. <laughs> Even that purple. It's, it's pretty. It's purple pretty. <laughs> yeah. I love purple. Purple. Yeah. Um, you know, I, 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 I love the purple flavor. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Tastes like purple. Um, yeah, purple urkels. The, the first plant I saw with spider mites. Oh, shit. Yeah, totally. I'd, I'd heard about them and laughed about them for a long time. But I was like, they don't exist. <laughs> they don't exist. <laughs> My technique is superior. <laughs> <laughs> and then there and then, they were. And then, and, then, and then there was a clone. <laughs> yeah. Right. But that was my first, uh, like, well, actually, Trainwreck was the first name brand clone. And then came Purple Urkel for us. Right. That's how, you know. Um, before that, you could just like grow whatever seed you wanted, call it whatever you wanted, or mostly didn't call it anything. Right. I think. That was it. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's the good stuff. Yep. And uh, yeah, so Trainwreck was really the first one, late 90s, uh, like early, mid 2000s. The Trainwreck changed a little bit from what everybody has now. Did it? Yeah, totally. Uh, they, they bred a an afghan into it or it got selfed into itself or something that uh, made a stronger stem right all right a, a shorter shorter strain shorter flower period right uh the original original train wreck was was a couple weeks 10 days longer than the arcada right okay. but would fall over one of the claims yeah. is that it falls over Ugh. like a train wreck right, right. Um, you just always, right at I, the same time. You're right, man. <laughs> total, I know. That's a jinx. Total Georgia thing right there, right? I think so. Hey, man. <laughs> pass that joint over here, right? All right. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, this is great. Oh, hanging. It's like hanging with my uh, my people. I'm with my people. Yeah, today. I feel so at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I've had two Georgia people call me since we've been on the phone. Must be out in the universe. <laughs> So, uh, anything stocky? You don't have a favorite stocky? Favorite stocky? Uh, let's see. I'm running through like a strain list. Strain list. Strain list running through my mind. What, if, what about that star dog? Star dog. I got some, some of those buds the last time I was here. How does that go? No, we don't. Uh, star killer? Star killer. I was like, star. We don't grow star dog. No star dog. <laughs> just star killer. Yeah. We also yeah. have death star. No, I like the death star too, but, uh, uh, star killer. Is that a how how does that one grow? Um, it's nice. It's not uh, it's not too bad. Uh, Doesn't stretch for you. It does. It does it, stretch a little bit, yeah. But it's not. Um, all right. So the Fort Collins cough is kind of not very strong, like. Um, but it doesn't get doesn't stretch either. <coughs> um, but it's short and uh, just wants to fall over. Right. You know? um, but the Star Killer uh, stretches but holds itself up. Mm. All right. So I like how you're not partial to any any weed, really. It's just more like growth structures. Yeah, growth structures um, are pretty much <laughs> pretty much the main thing um, that I look for when I like when I'm growing. So you you described yourself as a plant watcher at the beginning, yep. right? Because that's what you like. I'm just watching plants. Yeah. Right. You do you, you watch the plants and know when they need to be watered? Yeah, they're kind of on a schedule. Um, pretty much once a week. They'll dry out. We water them on gallons based on um, how fast um, they drink so we can. It's got, it's got your stone. Yeah, man, that train wreck just. See, that's why they call it. Tra- I think they should call it train wreck for that. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> All right. What was the question? Uh, what's, where are we? <laughs> what are we doing here? Um. Uh, I, ch- I like to, to grow uh, plants based off their plant structure. Plant structure, right? Yeah. You just watch the plants and know when to water them? Yes. You don't have a water day? No, not specifically. It changes because you don't really want to overwater them because they might not. I mean, you just feel, I feel, go around and feel the soil in each right. bed. Like I feel it with my hand. And uh, if it's getting close to a week, you know, give or take a day, I can make a stretch a day. 
Um, so I water it based off of how the soil feels, give or take a couple of days. But mostly they're pretty scheduled. They drink the same amount every time, pretty much, um, based off the gallons that I give them. Right. And you give them, when you, when you water them, do you water them all the same amount? Uh, you dry them out all the same amount and then water them the same amount? Mostly, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, based off, like I told you, I fill the soil with my hands. So if this bed is still wet, this one's drier. So I'm not going to give this one as much water as right. I would give this one. But generally, they usually get the same amount of water. Right. I get it. I get it. Because you said you could hustle it by a day or so. Like, yeah. oh, it needs water really tomorrow, but I want to water it today. Yeah, they it's, it's like water. they don't look like they could use a water. But I need to water them today. But I should probably water them yeah. today. But I can wait till tomorrow. Right, right. You know, just by looking at them, I can... You know, and when you when you say dry out, this is a this is a, a complex um, conversation for people. What do you what do you mean by that? So you touch the soil and like like how do you really determine is the temperature is the moisture level the moisture level right? in the soil? Yeah, right. Do you have an indicator somehow? Um, when you say you're touching the soil. Yeah, well, I stick my um, finger or like my depending on the size of the bed, I can stick my whole hand like deep in the soil and feel. Um, fill the bottom of the soil if it's like really wet like if you squeeze it and it sticks together it's obviously too, too wet. wet but if it you know if you um, you know stick your hand in there and it's dry it's obviously thirsty mm. yeah right right yeah because you can't pick up your beds right to see no. if they're heavy or not oh no right. That's, <laughs> right, right, right. that's the container method yeah <clears throat> I do do that with our pots sometimes we run bigger pots and you can do it by weight um but most of the time I just feel the soil, which has taken me a little while to acquire that skill. Like it's not um, it's not as easy as you think it would be because, you know, you can feel it and it would be in between. So it's like, oh, do I water? How much how much water does it need? Right. <clears throat> and, and you want you want to feel like it, it's like this temperature almost feel it's like colder but it's not dry yeah right like you know that's kind of the perfect time right it's not it's right yeah you don't want it dust yeah you don't want it dusty no yeah it needs to still be feel like plump Mm -hmm. you know and and still like like have a little bit of swollen moisture in there and have a little temperature yes right but uh it it is this feel yeah it is a feel right uh oh yeah playing in the dirt playing in the dirt it's fun i like it yeah, man, I've been working on my new soil plant, and it's it's uh, it's almost done. Uh, we've been building it for over a year, and uh, I've been missing planting the dirt. I haven't made any dirt in a couple of years, really. Oh no! Right, we made we made some uh, sample runs recently, and I was like, oh wow, got it, still got it. <laughs> right? uh, you know, it just it just I just feel like I have such this connection when I touch it. Yeah, it's a good right. feeling when you you know people complain about having to do dirt work. And mm-hmm. stuff, but I enjoy it. It, you know, I get to touch the soil, I get to feel it, I get totally to connect you. Yeah, you know, I'm involved in every aspect of those plants' lives. So it's, uh, you know, I did this soil. You know, it's like feels really good. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, I'm excited for it. I will be in production a couple months. Hopefully, I'll be making uh, have my elbows deep, elbows deep. Yeah. Right. Coming soon. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Sweet. So we, man, so we've talked about most of the, the, the growing. Let's talk about how, how it flowers, right? How you're growing all these different strains with different maturation times, right? Right. Uh, do you also determine per plant when to harvest each plant? Uh, yes. So we don't exactly harvest them all at the same time. We kind of watch the plant depending on strain, uh, how long it goes. We'll let it if it wants to go longer, we'll let it go longer. We're not really in a rush um, to get them down necessarily all the time. So that's nice. Right. You guys sell all your weed or almost all your weed in, in your dispensaries. We do. Uh, it's all our own weed. We don't ever wholesale in or out. Um, so it's just just what <clears throat> we grow. Right. Yeah, That's uh, you guys got a great model because it's focused on just like the supply and demand. I don't ever hear you guys talking about like grams per square foot or watt or pounds per like, you know, it's like we need more of that. So we're going to grow more. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's, it's a different concept. Yeah. Right. Well, we do. Yeah, it is different. We do break it down um, by grams sometimes uh, when we're picking, picking strains and stuff to grow based off what the store does. 
So, but not always, you know, most of the time it's like, we just need to grow these things. Right, right. No, it's a great model. It's the vertically integrated model. I think it's one of the ways that's going to survive here. It's where you're able to like grow and produce, you know, all your needs that you sell to the end user. Right. Right. Same way, like, you know, breweries work that same way. Yeah. Right. I, I always Vineyard, thought. Vineyards work the same way. Yeah. I always thought that, um, you know, weed is really comparable to the beer industry, just in the fact, uh, you know, some people um, like Coors Light and some people um, like Sweetwater 420. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. There you go. Plug. There's a George plug right there. <laughs> And when you, uh, you know, in Colorado, they, there's there's uh, so many different ways people harvest wheat. How do you guys do it? Um, well, we uh, chop it down and we deleaf uh, all the main uh, fan leaves, just take, taking fan leaves off and do like a pre-trim. And then uh, then we pretty much uh, hang them, uh, let them dry, top them up. And then, uh, then the trimmers go in for a second trim. Right. Right. So you uh, dry trim it, they would say. Yeah, dry trim, definitely. Right, right. dry trim, definitely. That's that's the way I would always do it anytime, right. anywhere. Right. You know, I don't really like the machines I've looked at, but yeah. that's been trimmed with machines and uh, like with close up and try catches. Oh, yeah. It rounds them for sure. For sure. I see how they have their place, but, yeah. you know, uh, uh, you don't, you guys don't have to do that. No. Right. And I can appreciate it. It's definitely more um, our, our style. You know, we can do right. it. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, throughout the West Coast. That's the predominant style. Right. Right. You, uh, there's a there's a few of you guys around here. Yeah. Right. Do you think it costs any more to do it this way? Um, If we had bigger numbers, maybe, uh, because we'd have to pay the trimmers to be there. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we'd have to pay more trimmers, essentially. Right. But um, since we're... Uh, small dispensary i think uh i don't think it necessarily costs anymore right 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 i see um because that's one of the biggest claims is people are like oh it's cheaper to do it this way it's cheaper to trim it green and yeah right uh but uh i don't know maybe it can be for some people but yeah. <clears throat> you guys look like you're doing it right uh it's a good comparison with the beer industry though that's for sure right a uh, little hometown brewery it's a little hometown growery yeah <laughs> farm to bowl F farm to paper <laughs> um, paper. So, uh, you guys, uh, how do you, how do you guys operate in, in a competitive marketplace? Um, I think because we have, we grow the way that we do, we don't, um, spray any harmful pesticides, um, on our buds and, uh, we use all recycled soil and, uh, dry amendments. So I think the way that we grow and our style, uh, and the fact that we're kind of small, family-owned, uh, mom right. and pop. It's real sustainable. Sustainable. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think in that aspect, for other dispensaries, uh, people might want to come. Well, would want to come to us because of the way that we grow and not so blown out, and we can focus more on what we're doing. Mm. Yeah, that, that last joint was strong, but definitely yours was smoother, that's for sure. It was, that's, that was a little harsher, right? Yeah. It's a, I know it was well flushed, but it was, it, that was hydro. That was hydro. That was hydro? Yeah, totally. Yeah. It, but it, it was a little harsh compared to yours. It was super strong, though, huh? Yeah. I, I, I bet when we listen to this episode, we'll start stuttering, like, yeah, man. Slowed way down and they smoked that joint. Yeah, as soon as they smoked that joint. All right. <laughs> I think we said we was going to be a four joint episode. We're just oh, two. Oh, yeah. We're just right. a two. Right. <laughs> Where's the, uh, who's got the lighter? Is there a, <laughs> here, what's this one here? That's the Fort Collins. Oh, I love the Fort Collins cough. Do you know the history behind this? Uh, you got the story? Let's hear it from you. I don't know. I'm I, I'm interested in I, just the different stories or how it came. I mean, I'll tell you how I I first got it in uh, 1991, 92, uh, when I was on an archaeology expedition in Wyoming, mm -hmm. and I came down to Fort Collins, and somebody had Fort Collins cough. Maybe it was a little later than that. It could have been like 94, maybe 94. Yeah, All right. totally. Right, that was the first time I heard about it, but it, it's like it, it's like an NL five haze or something. It is, yeah. Right, all right. There's, there's, there's my story. <laughs> uh, I actually don't any, I don't know any backstory hmm. on it. Um, I know it's been around for a while. Uh, 
Look, I just grow this shit, yo. <laughs> yeah, man. But it's, it's nice. It's kind of, I said earlier, it's kind of yeah. a pain plant. But uh, but she has nice buds. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Mm. It's got kind of an older school look, though. Yeah. Right? How, how do your customers perceive it? Um, it's obvious. It's not the favorite. I thought it would be nice. As soon as I smoked it for the first time, I was like, oh, I love that. You know, because I love really uh, cerebral highs. I love those uppy, uppy highs. So um, if you give me an indica, I just start going down. I'm down. But you, yeah. like, but you like to grow those more like short squat. I know. Plants, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I love the haze smoke. So it's like, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's great. Everybody's envious of us on this episode. We're like, damn, Chip's just smoking out with cool people all the time. They're bringing him weed. They bring him weed. Probably didn't have to buy weed or anything. (laughs) It's not true. I still buy weed. Um, I'm into it. I love to go to different dispensaries and buy some weed, right? Like, you know, my customers or, you know, my people I have podcasts with, I'll go to their dispensary, see what they got, right? My market analysis. Yeah. Right. I love going to dispensaries and seeing... uh, just see how they're set up. I just want to mm-hmm. go in. I want to talk to the person working there. I want to see what they know about what they're doing and how they do it. And uh, I'm just curious. I like to know. I haven't seen a lot of girls, but I've seen a couple. And uh, I still love what we do. Do you find it's 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 competitive in that realm in the industry that people don't want to let you know you in or um, ask to go in or no? I just walk in. I don't tell anybody what I'm doing. You know, I don't. <laughs> Hi. I grow weed. Yeah, right. I'm going to ask you a lot of questions. <laughs> You're just looking around. I'm always asking questions. Okay, that's good to know. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I get, I get to go into a, a bunch of rooms. Yeah. Right, totally. Not a, not near enough, uh, but uh, Colorado, Denver is so easy. Really? Right. It's just all like right around here and yeah. I'm interested. Yeah, I mean, if I had the opportunity, I mean, if there's ever an opportunity, I always love to go see other people's grows, you know? Yeah, totally. You're uh, you're you're way up in the mountains, though. You're yeah, two hours away. I am. But uh, it's a beautiful drive if you ever come to Denver. Yeah, it's very nice. So when you get too hot down here, mm-hmm. you go up there. Uh, do you meet any other women growers in the industry? I have not. I've mm-hmm. not met any other uh, female growers, um, which is kind of sad. I wish I did. <laughs> well, it, it's interesting how you talk about like watching the plant and wanting to see it grow. It comes from a very, it's a very female perspective for sure. It is. Right. It's a more nurturing, right. Uh, perspective. And I mean that like totally the best way possible dudes, you know, I'm a dude, uh, you know, we're like, Oh, I'm like the biggest, the best, the most efficient, you know? Um, and women think about it a little differently. Right. And, Hey, I've still seen, like, I knew numerous women growers. I still see them crush it, right? Yeah. They do great, right? It's all about the energy you put into. But they're often mostly enthusiastic, right? About growing? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I couldn't say, like, I know I know a lot of women that grow weed, and I can't say, man, then maybe there's one of them, one that's, like, really, like, dude-like in, his, like, in her, like, commercialness, and you got to grow it, right, in right. this manner. Um she crushes it. You know who you are. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> He's talking to you. Right. Um, yeah, we have, uh, we had, you're our second female grower on the show. That's great. Yeah, second. Um, uh, and I should have uh, been the first. You know, I, I know, man, you should have. I don't, it's just like things happen. <laughs> right. Um, <clears throat> Life. Life and stuff. I know, man. It's hard. I only record these once a month, so uh, but I record a bunch all at once, so it, it gets a little, you know, it's hard to get everybody in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Scheduling. Podcasts right. are hard. Yeah, not with a great crew like uh, Lisa and Seth and Chris and David and Dan and Lincoln. Whole crew rocks it hard. It hard, yeah. I got the devil. I got the I got the chakra. Now I got the devil <laughs> fingers going. Uh, where where you see it all going? What's 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 gonna happen in the future when you come back here in three years, four years? Oh man, 
Um, I'd like, I mean, I would like to keep, I would like Earl's to be small, but I also look forward to expansion. Like I hope that we can open a couple more stores and maybe like one down here in the front range and, uh, you know, definitely be a part of that. I hope we're running, you know, more greenhouses and, um, you know, I'd like to be doing this forever. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's a good future, right? It's, growing weed it's, forever. Yeah. Growing weed forever. There's people <laughs> that do it for sure. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well, it's been an, an excellent, excellent episode, Heather. I'm, I'm so stoked that you join us here on The Real Dirt. Him too. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll definitely have you back in the future, and I can't wait to come up to uh, Earl's. It's almost harvest time. Almost. Yeah, totally. <laughs> awesome. Sweet. Well, hey, look forward to some harvest pictures from Earl's here in the future. This is Chip with The Real Dirt. Download this episode and others at therealdirt.com. Look for this also on iTunes, The Real Dirt Podcast. 